Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted. I'm Anna, co-founder of the Sisters Enchanted. Hi, you are. Hi. Listen, if you're new here and stumbled upon this, uh, we have been making magic at the Sisters Enchanted since 2016 and bringing classes and community online for the masses. And if you are new, welcome in. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. The magic jungle. And also, um, blessed, almost not quite Lunasa. <laughs> Say that word three times fast. Lunasa, Lunasa. Lunasa, Lunasa, Lunasa. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I was just saying that in my head. I was like, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode today, we are talking about the first of the harvest festivals. Uh, Lunasad. And when this episode comes out, I'm just checking my calendar. You know, we put these on YouTube too. So if you're watching it on YouTube and you're like, what is happening there? I am just checking to make sure that I'm, yeah, the date is, we're good. We're good. I don't know what I was checking. But when you hear this, Lunasad's right around the corner. Typically about August 1st is how we celebrate it on the modern wheel of the year. Um, it traditionally this time would have been celebrated with the first big grain harvest uh, if we were a grain harvesting people, of which you and I are not a grain harvesting people. The only thing I harvest is absolutely nothing. No, you harvest, you wild harvest. Oh, that's true. We harvest all sorts of wild plants and safely, of course, and mindfully. And my kids grew tomatoes on our deck this year. Well, they are starting. We're a har- tomato harvesting family. We're my overalls today. I've already done harvest for Lunasad. I, well, I moved. So I really only have a basil plant. Well, I have those too. How are those? How, how do you do with a basil plant? I don't. My kids and their grandmother. Tend. I know, but do they live? Yeah. We've been eating it. Very nice. We've been harvesting the basil from our deck also. Mine too is living. I'm glad to hear that. I think basil is a little bit of a learning curve. Well, I mean, we buy it fully grown from the store. So then you just water it. Yeah, but no. You have to, like, harvest it right so it grows back abundantly. Oh, okay then. Good to know. Um... (laughs) I'm not a harvester, man. All right, Lunasad, though, the first of the harvest festivals. There are three harvest festivals, Lunasad, Maven, and Samhain. And this is the first where you're celebrating kind of like the abundance of harvest that is coming your way. It's like the first inklings of, of fall. Like, you know it's coming. Summer's going to come to an end eventually. And you're harvesting the goods to start preparing for those winter months. At Maven, in September, that's when we have the big um, abundant harvest. It's when we, we really, it's like the witch's Thanksgiving. And then Samhain, of course, the plants have all, they are now back to the earth. 
and we are fully harvested and ready for the winter season. So this is the beginning of that harvest time. Um, some of the, the deity associated with Lunasa, and also I will just add in here, if you have our app, I'm holding it up if you are a YouTube viewer, if not, I can't see it anyway, it doesn't matter. We have in the app a folder for bonus freebies and all of our Sabbath guides are in there and you'll find this one too. You can also find it at thesistersenchanted.com forward slash blog, where you'll find the video, the podcast audio for this notes and the printable guide. But in here, we have some dating in case you're looking for mythology stories. One of the ways that we love to celebrate the spokes on the wheel of the year in our families is to storytell, particularly um, because we have we have kids, so we love to tell them stories, but also ourselves. Think about any sort of mainstream religion. They're gathering around story, uh, and that's what we do just in a different way. So some of the stories to explore are the story of Demeter, the god, I, I never asked, so it's Lunasa, the god Lu is his name, Lu, L-U-G-H, um, Cronus, Danu, Hestia, Saturn, and Vesta. So Demeter is the Greek harvest goddess associated with wheat and grain. Ceres would be her Roman counterpart. Anna looks like she's going to say, Anna's our mythology person. She looks like she's going to say something. I was going to say, we're talking about, you know, Lunasta, and we were just talking about harvesting the, ba the basil correctly. I was going to say bagel. Okay, harvest some bagels. <laughs> that, yes, in Ceres, Demeter, the Roman equivalent, but that's like the idea behind, you know, that, that the, the symbol is that it's like the scythe. And when you're harvesting wheat and stuff, you have to do it a specific way. Like I was saying with the basil, Ooh, I like where your head's at. It to grow back and you have to be specific like that, which is where you also have that idea of the sign of Virgo, astrologically speaking, uh, where you have that Demeter-esque harvester as well. And I like that title for Virgo as well, the harvester, better than any other names it's given. Uh, and that's why they're so particular, because it's so important to be concise and, and particular when harvesting and how important that role of harvesting correctly is so that it does grow back and you don't ruin the, yeah. the growth. Any stories about um, agriculture, preparation, nurturing, tending to a uh, to a harvest so that um, growth does re recur. Mm -hmm. and Those also, stories, yeah. Well, you talked about you just said Vesta too, and like Vesta watching over the flame and making sure that the hearth and home are always you know lit and glowing and warm, and investing in that. So Vesta investing, and then you have Ceres Demeter that idea of investing in in the in the harvest in the agriculture so yeah mm -hmm. and that's also of, why you love it because vesta is the one that looks like a little flame the symbol looks like a little flame uh-huh just like series is the scythe yeah so good see anna is a body of knowledge <laughs> some and sort of body encyclopedia with Blue eyes and legs and hair. I, I do have legs. Walks around and <laughs> tells the things. What is that movie? What's that movie? You're like Romy and Michelle High School reunion quoting right here. 
when it's what Janine Garofalo is talking to to Romy and Michelle and she's like look at you walking around on your legs those long legs your hair flipping your hair oh my gosh that would totally be me was like looking at somebody and being like look at you with those legs and the hair <laughs> what's funny is that I don't have particularly long legs I'm actually quite short legs and Sarah's hair is like voluminous and has that little curl to it mine's just like flat you see how many times I like do this because it's the only way to make it not flat oh my gosh we're in such a tangent right now but I have really short legs like super short and also my hair is not that voluminous my doctor took one look at it and she was like um is your hair falling out it's like no but thanks my hair is falling out regularly thanks for noticing that thing that I don't think was happening but yeah because you had your the postpartum so anyway lunasol so some things to celebrate because it is heat of the summer still here in the northern hemisphere and also the first of the grain festival now if you are a person who does not eat grains that's okay you can still honor the harvest uh and the grain deity because the story really is like anna said cutting and harvesting in a way that allows for more growth because remember we have the biggest of the harvest in september and the biggest of the harvest festivals but one of my family's favorite thing to do pretty much like any time of the year but at this time in particular is to make bannock bread. Now it's super easy and we've made it two different ways. I've made it on like a sheet pan in the oven, but our preferred way is to make it over a fire. And we have the re a recipe for it, you can just Google it, but we have a recipe in our Sabbath guide, in the app or on our blog, whichever one you're looking at. Really all you need is flour. Yeah, there it is, so pretty. Flour, baking powder, um, melted butter, water and salt. So stuff most, you know, if you're a flour eating person, most, most of us have these things in our, in our homes. Um, and all you do is you mix it together. So until it forms like a ball. And then if you're cooking it outside, which is what we love to do, you just take like a chunk of it and like make it, um, you know, not from a ball, like stretch it out and wrap it around the end of a stick and then cook it over a fire. You can dip it in the melted butter and put cinnamon sugar on it or like dip it in marinara sauce or something like that. But um, yeah, and it's just delicious, but it's a, a grain type food um, and or flour, you know, and the, the grain harvest. And it's just a really cool way to, I think, um, make something. And then what you can do with it is actually the more fun part is to carve like an intention or a word in it with like a toothpick or a sigil or something. And if you make it flat, big and flat on a cookie, like a big cookie sheet and put it in an oven, just to like tap it down really fat, really, really flat, you can really then like carve or write something in it uh, or like draw a picture of, of something like a heart or, you know, a moon or sun or grain or flower, sunflowers, sunflowers, an amazing way to incorporate some of this harvest energy. Mm -hmm. Anna, you got any other ideas? No, I was just wondering um, when you were saying if you're like a grain free family, I wonder if you can make this with some oat flour because oats tend to be gluten free, but you can also get them gluten free or buckwheat flour. That we've been at events with like a group of people making it over a bonfire where there was a gluten free version available, like already made. I mean, I have not personally made one, but I know that you can. So I don't know how to help with that though. 
I've got no suggestions. Well, I just had two. So if somebody tries them, they can let us know. Awesome. With the sunflower associations with Luna Sod too, this is when they're all blooming. Mm -hmm. And think of sunflowers, how they chase the sun all together. Uh, another thing to remember here is that when, with this first harvest energy, it's really about abundance because you're doing the things to make sure that you're going to be abundant and sustained all through the winter. So this is a, a perfect time to do some abundance work, um, to prosperity work. If you're looking to call some money into your life, this is a great time for that. We actually have an abundance tarot spread too. That might be, I'm sure it's in our app, actually. Our app is so good. Have I mentioned we have an app? I know it I was so good. I'm looking right now to see if it's to see if it's in there. It's uh, so pretty. Abundance spread. There it is. And so there's an abundance spread in the in our app that you can use. It's a card spread. But uh this it's really lunacy. It's the first harvest festival, grains and whatnot, but it's really about this first preparations for what's to come. Because when we look at the wheel of the year, that's what it is. It's a cycle. Everything's moving. There's always something coming next and sort of preparing for what is coming next. And over these three harvest festivals, you're preparing for the dark months of winter. So what do you need to, what do you need to charge up with that solar energy? What do you need to be prosperous in? What do you need to fuel yourself with in order to go into the dark months that hit us come November? This is that first festival. Yes, I love that idea too of um, you talk about sunflowers and yes, they chase the sun and all these things. So then there becomes a time too in the life of the sunflower when it starts to dry up where you can harvest all the sunflower seeds to either prepare for growing more sunflowers or to dry to eat or to make sunflower butter, um, which can help you have the things that you need during the cold months. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I started saying sunflowers and chasing the sun. And in my head, I was like, maybe inside I'm a sunflower. But then you talked about how they die and you take all the seeds and mash them into sun butter. And I was like, maybe I'm not a sunflower. What's wrong with sun butter? Well, I think I like it better if I'm like an internal sunflower that doesn't get mashed with sun butter and eaten. <laughs> um, right on someone's toast. I just got. <laughs> There's another we looking for sponsors. I just got a nut butter. And it's from the brand, I think I know the brand. It's the brand Fix the Fog. And it is an everything butter. And it is delicious. Yeah. It's hemp and pumpkin and and peanut butter and sesame and all these butters mixed together but then all of the seeds are mixed through it as well and it is like magic in a jar if huh. butters of variety are something that you enjoy i maybe i'll try it when i come to your house sometime yeah. but it's really good usually prefer nut butters of any kind but i could definitely try it um Wait, did you say you don't prefer nut butters of any kind? Yeah. Isn't that true? That is true. You know, I don't know when the last time that you ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but like peanut butter candy. That's different. I was going to say, you like peanut butter candy more than I do. It's wrapped <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> you made sunflower butter sandwiches for your kids. But I don't eat them. 
I don't really like nuts that much. I feel like, why do I feel like you are looking at me like you never met me before? I feel like I'm learning something about you that I never knew. Yeah, no, I don't like walnuts at all. And I only like pecans if they're in a pie. <laughs> so you like sugared nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you like, like, I really like pecan pie. Remember that time I ate that... Um, <laughs> that really old praline candy thing. And I took one bite thinking, oh, look, I, I discovered this hidden praline candy. And then from like 2017, and then I took the bite. And I was like, oh, look at me. I found this delightful surprise. And then it's immediately tasted rancid and like vomit. And I was like, no, not a delightful surprise. <laughs> No, when things go bad, like coconut oil that goes rancid, it is a smell. It is real. It is. Wrong. I noticed the smell. I just ate it thinking that I had scored something special for myself. I will say, though, you and Chad, who is the husband in this house, my house, um, both don't really like butters. I buy them. I get like all excited. And then everybody just rains on my parade. No, I don't know. I don't really like that kind of thing. Okay, then. So. <laughs> I no. like nut butters and you like sugared nuts. <laughs> this is where this conversation has gone. I do like my nuts sugared. <laughs> Okay. Tell that this is going in a very mature direction. I know it never goes well eventually. It always takes a turn for the worst. All right, abundance. Let's look at this abundance card spread real quick, and then we will wrap this up. Uh, because really, that is something to be thinking of. Because when we think of abundance, we always think of money. But what else do you need? So as you go into the cold months, what do you need to to sustain that? Because I know I personally can't stand it being like stuck inside. It gets dark here at like four thirty in the afternoon. Come you know, winter time, and I just don't like it. So what do you need to be abundant in to last, last that season? That's what you want to think about. Some of the questions we have in the card spread, what is my connection to abundance right now? Um, what past influence is contributing to my abundance right now? What present influence is contributing to my abundance right now? What future influence is contributing to my abundance right now? And what area of life is your abundance energy best focused on right now? And something that our holistic witchery students are going through right at this moment is the energy units, the classes. And that's where we talk about integrating your intention into your everyday. So if you've been focusing on some intention around abundance, but just not bringing it into being, use this spread and really consider like, what is your energy around that? And where are you holding stories in your energy system, in your shadow self? that are keeping you from reaching that abundance. Perfect time to dive into that. I'm digging the aesthetic of this old school tarot spread of ours. And you well, have sunflowers in the background. I think you updated it at some point. I don't think I did. Because it, like, it had, I promise it had sunflowers. I, I made, made it, it look like my work. There's a video on YouTube of me talking through that, Serka. Yeah, Not because now. where it says abundant spread, it has that like graphic situation where it looks like the word is glowing. And I don't do that. 
So this is also, somebody else's work. It used to have sunflowers because I made it myself and I made a video and it's on YouTube from a few years back. Somebody can go find that. So and if you go on YouTube and you find it, email us, we'll send you a sticker. I said it. Someone's going to be mad at me about this. Someone in our, my family or my customer service team is going to be like, why did you do that, Sarah? But you have to tell us why. If you just send an email and be like, I found a sticker. Thanks. And then if you're He's the like, team member that changed the abundant spread, you tell us now which one of you it was. Because it wasn't had be, me. Had to be Christina. Um, <laughs> if she does that glowy thing. Oh, you got to send a screenshot. There you go. Proof is in the pudding. You got to go to YouTube. Find it. Send a screenshot. We'll send you a sister's enchanted sticker. There you go. Okay, then. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you can find this at the sistersenchanted.com forward slash blog. It's where you can find the uh, Sabbath guide and some notes also in our app. Download the app from the app store, wherever you get your apps from, and you can find the guides and the tarot spread in there as well. What else we got going on right now? Uh, tarot Throwdown. Get in on that goodness. Tarotthrowdown.com. What better way to explore tarot than with an abundance spread and learn it in tarot throwdown at the same time all true things all right everyone well merry blessed lunasa to you and uh until next time we hope you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead, ahead. <laughs> bye